Hello and welcome to another episode of HBO Max. I am your host, McKenna. Joining me as always is Brandon. Brandon, how are you today? Pretty dece. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. We love we love Deese. Deese yeah. around oh, here. Yeah. yeah. Shout out shout out to Deese. Pretty shout Deese. out to Deese. Deese is Deese, as they say. Um <laughs> so <laughs> this very special episode. We watched um, The Dark Knight, the Batman mm-hmm. movie, the second movie in the trilogy that I did not realize it was the second movie of. Um, <laughs> you I didn't, like, you okay. didn't know that there was Batman Begins? <laughs> no. I was like, okay, there's The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, there was the third one. I don't hear anything ever about the third one. Um <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, so so nor- normally when we do the, the like when we did like the Harry Potter, like obviously like we plan that out in advance <laughs> why we were doing it. And normally like the other way we pick episodes, like we get a bring on a guest and the guest picks the episode. <laughs> this one, um, and I guess we should talk about this a little bit because if you'll notice, um, McKenna is in another new apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, oh, that's true. That this is my she has recorded in three different living arrangements this year. <gasps> yes yes three and i and i've done it in two this podcast has been moving around a lot we're a traveling um, podcast we're like the globe trotters is yeah. that what they McKenna, do i don't know what they, do. they do they travel yeah okay cool. i think you meant the willberries like the traveling willberries but the globe trotters <laughs> travel yeah no one does um yeah i'm i'm in england in london uk yeah that, this is one of the reasons why we've taken like two weeks off the podcast is we had to uh change the recording arrangement now that mckenna is what you eight, eight hours, hours ahead of me yeah yep. a full work day ahead of me yeah. um but uh i got a message from mckenna that on the plane ride to london <laughs> she watched the dark night and i was like well we might as well do that for so HBO Max. max we have to <laughs> We I watched Harry Potter and Deathly Elves Part One. We already did an episode on that. Go watch it; it's great. It's Harry Potter movie match time. So of course we had to do the other one, The Dark Knight. Why um, did you pick The Dark Knight when you were on the plane? That's a good question. So it was between a handful of movies. It was between that End Game, Deathly Elves Part Two. Um, there was a f- I can't even remember. There were a few other movies too. Um, uh, Interstellar was on there. Frozen oh, Two um all great contenders um but i was like man i should really watch the dark knight people i hear people like that movie <laughs> and you you've never seen a batman movie before right i've never seen a batman movie so i've i've now this year as we know i have successfully seen my first superman movie and now my first batman movie okay. well the first batman um, movie significantly better than the first superman movie you watched oh yeah 100 <laughs> percent. i watched this one all in one sitting <laughs> <laughs> Which actually is like a this is a long fucking movie. This is a long movie. Um, I I felt bad because um, I had watched it. It was it was a red eye flight, and um, I didn't know if my screen was there. There was one scene in a nightclub and there were flashing lights, and I started. Getting, I was really self conscious because it was like sleepy time. And like we were over the Atlantic, we were knee deep into this plane ride, and I'm just flashing lights over my seat just from this night. You watch the movie on a plane. People just have to deal with that. I, I think that's part of the agreed upon rule set. That's fair. All right. Well, next I'm watching the flashiest movie on my plane ride home now. <laughs> just the the end of 2001 over and over yeah. again. <laughs> exactly. Just on an eight hour loop. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What more could you want? It's it's the, the best thing to watch. 
watch on an eight-hour flight. Uh, it's great. This is a good yeah. movie for a plane ride because yeah, it's fucking long as shit. Um, yeah, yeah. I will say I've seen this movie a lot, like a mm-hmm. lot, a lot, and um, watched it the other day. No stops all the way through. Movie rips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it keeps you engaged. <laughs> it does. It really does. Um, yeah, I mean, like obviously, I I know the origins of Batman. I know how the Joker mm-hmm. mostly works and everything. Got bit by a radioactive uh, bat. Of course, of course. That's yeah. they, they, yeah. And so I knew what was going. Well, no, that's going to be a lie that we're going to find out soon. That I really don't know what Batman is, <laughs> but we'll get to that in a little. Okay. Way. Well, I, I will say like they are like Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. They're they're obviously it's a trilogy, right? It's a series mm-hmm. of movies. It's a sequel to Batman Begins. It doesn't really need to be a sequel to Batman Begins. Like this is a movie that you can completely watch on its own because, like, um, one, like Gotham doesn't look the same at oh, really? all. Yeah, no, like, um, we'll probably do Batman Begins at one mm-hmm. point now and stuff, and we'll get to it there. But like, um, like when they made Batman Begins, Christopher Nolan like sat his crew down and made them watch Blade Runner. And he's like, "That's what I want Gotham City to be." I read like. about that. Yeah, yeah. It's like so. There's like steam everywhere. It's the, it's raining all the time. It's these super like torn apart buildings and stuff. And then this one, it's literally just Chicago. It's like it doesn't look like the same city at all. Wow. Okay. So like, is Batman Begins? Is that like the origin story of Batman? Like, is that what they yeah. do in the first movie? Okay. Mm-hmm. Who's the, is Scarecrow the villain in the first one? I'm not going to spoil this. Yes, yeah, Scarecrow is in it. Scarecrow okay. was sort of advertised as the main villain. That's where I... I, I, I okay. You should go with a Batman Begins Cold. That'll be I'm fun. Excited. I, I, I'm Now that I'm thinking about it, I've, I've learned, like, watching the second movie and not realizing there's a first movie. Very part for the course, because I did that with Silence of the Lambs last year with the books. Which, like, once again, you don't need to read the first installment to understand the second one. But yeah. I'm realizing, I, I'm sensing a theme with myself and not realizing first installments. And I should. A lot of the time, like a second installment, unless it's like adapting, like a, like a, like, I, like the two towers, right? You can't go into that mm-hmm. without seeing fellowship of the ring. That's probably not going to work. But a lot of the times, like in these movies and stuff, like they build the second one to be seen almost as an independent right. movie. Right. Because like, it is the case with this one, way more people saw the dark Knight in theaters than saw Batman begins in theaters. <laughs> And there was like way more hype about this movie than Batman Begins oh. was. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah, I read like Christopher Nolan didn't think that there was going to be a sequel at first. Mm-hmm. And then we, here we are. it ends with a teaser for the Joker. And it wasn't like they didn't have a plan for the Joker or anything. That was mm-hmm. just like, if uh, we'll just throw a teaser out there at the end, maybe get some excitement for a sequel. And then they were like, okay, well, then we'll do the Joker and we'll figure out a way to make the Joker new. Uh, <sighs> yeah, they do a pretty good job. <laughs> Yeah, the Joker is terrifying. I still that that w- was a big reason why I almost didn't watch it on the flight because it was dark out, and um, Heath Ledger plays the role very well. Um, and I'm just a big scaredy cat, but um, a lot of this movie's just in the day. I know it is, but it's just, it's, I don't. It's very good. It's very scary. Even Batman. I have notes for Batman. Okay. But, well, once again. Yeah. Where, where do you I, want to start? You want to start with facts and figures? Let's start with facts and figures. Um, 
The Dark Knight released July 18th, 2008, almost a number of years ago. 14? Is that 14? I don't know, math. I think 14 years, almost 14 years ago. That sounds right. Listen, I don't do math. Um, it had a budget of $185 million, box office over a bill, baby. $1 billion. And it was the first comic book film to receive... Oh, wait. That was a spoiler for... Hold on. I forgot another. I, forgot, I can't read my rating. Okay. Um, sorry. <laughs> I'm skipping ahead. Um, it was... Oh, no. It was also the first comic book film. To, re- to make over a billion, I believe, in the box office. I don't know why I didn't write that down. Really? Um, I guess that makes it like, like movies weren't really making a billion until like the late 90s, so. Yeah. Like maybe adjusted for inflation, I bet 89 Batman had made more money, but. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It was, of course, the highest grossing film of 2008. Um, it is currently the 49th highest grossing film. It topped at number four. Um, oh, yes, and it was, at the time, the highest-grossing superhero film. Um, it had eight Oscar nominations, making it the first comic book film to receive um, major Academy Award nominations and uh, wins. Uh, it won for Best Sound Editing and Best Supporting Actor, uh, won uh, posthumously uh, by Heath Ledger. Um, and in 2020, it was selected for preservation in the United States National Film Registry, by the Library of Congress. It is... Oh, we already went over this. It's the second movie in a trilogy. Gotta make sure I remember that. Um, it is... Uh, it was, excuse me, the first major motion picture filmed with high-res IMAX cameras. Yep. Um, at one point, they... It's just the I opening not... scene. The opening scene is shot in IMAX. That bank heist, that yeah. entire, that's shot entirely in IMAX. Love heist. If and then, we know um, anything from HBOX, we love heists. If, um, if you went and saw a IMAX showing of I Am Legend, they would mm-hmm. play that before the movie. That was like, <sighs> like um, it wasn't the first trailer we got. It was like the, one of the first things people saw of the movie was mm-hmm. that opening shot because it was like a, they got to use it to be like, this is what like IMAX, you know, look how, oh, when it's so shot cool. for IMAX, look how crazy it is. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and then uh, Led, uh, Heath Ledger based his Joker character on um, Sid Vicious, the lead singer of the Sex Pistols, and um, Alex from A Clockwork Orange. I'm a big fan of Clockwork. Well, I haven't seen the movie. I'm a little afraid of watching the movie because I liked the book so much. But um, I thought that was um, a cool time. Quick correction. Sid Vicious, bass player for the Bass Sex player. Pistols. Shit. Bass Sorry. Player. And uh, there's also, um, I'm, I, I'm assuming most people have seen it by now. It's a pretty popular, but there's also like a lot of his performances based on um, Tom Waits. There's okay. a there's a famous interview uh, on like probably like Carson. I think if the dates line up, that makes sense. But he's like a late night show where he's talking, and Tom Waits sounds exactly like the way Heath Ledger oh. talks in this movie. Because yeah. like I don't know, like, have you ever listened to Tom Waits, McKenna? I have not. Known. Really weird, dude. He talks oh. super weird. He talks Great. like this. Oh no! So yeah, he he sounds like the Joker in that interview that he gives. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'll have to look that up then. Um. Yeah. He like I have seen one Heath Ledger movie before this. It was 
10 Things I Hate About You. Great movie. Um, so good. It's really good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, so it's like having that Heath Ledger in my head and then going to the joke. Like, I can't even. It's hard brain... to see Heath Ledger. Oh, yeah. Because, because of the the makeup and the, right. and the like the way he's like making his face look and stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to see him under there. And it, like, yeah. There are a couple I, scenes I, where it comes out, I think. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, it's so good. It's so good. He's so good. Um, he, he won um, a handful of awards as well. I only mentioned the Academy Award, but... Um, the Best Supporting yeah. Actor was huge. Because like the first, yeah. uh, first comic book movie to win a major uh, award. And all, I mean, obviously also like... Um, him dying right before right. the movie came out was a huge part of it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the movie um, forced the Oscars to like change how they do stuff in the future because oh, really? people were so upset that this wasn't nominated for Best Picture that they expanded oh. the field mm-hmm. from five nominees for Best Picture to ten. I read about that, but my my brain... Yeah, oh, interesting. Dark Knight, let me tell you, an influential movie. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, this was, I believe, also my first Christian Bale movie. Really? First ever. Yeah. Wait. When does Ben Affleck come into play? He is the next Batman. He's in. Um, so Christian his... Bale is not Batman anymore. He's not Batman anymore. No. He hasn't been Batman since I graduated from high school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little behind. A little bit, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Um so um Batman, okay. I have first question. Why why does Batman put the voice on? Okay, so this is uh this is something a little bit interesting because it's it's he does change his voice in Batman Begins. But it's mm-hmm. very different. Like they go over the top with the voice changing in this one, and most of it's done in post production. Um, mm. And so it's like it's like the reason. Like obviously, like if you're gonna dress up and go pee pee pull up, you're gonna change your voice, right? You're gonna talk lower. Um, there are times in this movie where you can't understand him very well. Like <laughs> okay. he's re- like especially like it's the end of the movie when he's like totally gassed. He's been running all night and stuff. He's at the end of the movie. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> it's it gets really bad in this one like it's when, when batman first shows up on the screen i audibly laughed because i don't know it was because so, of the voice like you heard the voice and you just laughed the voice and the outfit just a man dressed up like a bat like in this like serious circumstance I, yeah, and I'll, I'll I'll say like the um, the bat suits. I don't like the bat suit in this one. I think it's one of the worst bat suits um, yeah. because it's like it doesn't look like it's not that it doesn't look serious, but like I, th- I like what you're saying like in that bank scene, right? Like it is mm-hmm. just like what the fuck is this guy doing here dressed <laughs> like this? Like if it was like because in this one it's just like it looks like he's wearing like motorcycle pads and just like. Mm-hmm. Oh, and like the helmet's all weird because like this this is the first time they had a uh, bat suit where he could turn his neck. 
Oh. Um, yeah, before like every bat suit, like uh, if you ever go back and watch the Michael Keaton ones, because like the cowl and the cape and all that, it's all like one piece. Oh, I didn't and so he has to like do this <laughs> throughout the entire movie. And, and he does that in Batman Begins, too. This is the first time the guy playing Batman was able to turn his head. And hmm. uh, because of that, it, because the, the helmet's so big, but his neck is so tiny, it looks <laughs> stupid as fuck. So yeah, uh, I, I the voice, the, the voice is weird. Yeah, it's like a- I, <laughs> I didn't. Also, I didn't realize that that's not how like Christian Bale talks when he's Bruce Wayne as well. So when he starts talking normally, I'm like, wait a second. Did it take you a minute to like figure out that that was yep. Batman? Oh yeah, when that's I- so funny. Hundred percent. It's a oh, man. I was I put. T- together so many puzzle pieces in my head from just this movie alone um also i love that he wears the eye black and i just i like imagining him putting it on and then after a hard night having to scrub his face the eye black like the next morning it's probably like mascara or like it's all runny and like it probably stains a little bit and so these movies sort of treat it like magic like a lot of the times like he'll take off the mask and it won't be there yeah, but in uh, in the new the Robert Pattinson one, like you watch him put it on and stuff. And yes, he's sitting he's sitting in the Batcave with it off, and it's just like <laughs> just smeared down his face and stuff. It's so good. Oh, I have to watch that just for that, just for that, because it was like, Batman just has confused me so much. Yeah, I, almost... I, I guess this movie probably didn't help like make you less confused about batman oh no i have more i just have so many batman questions um he also he never says where's rachel um like i don't think once again this was like four hours into an eight no, hour he's, flight he, I, I, people in our community say where's rachel and he's asking about harvey he's where's harvey right yeah yeah where are they where's harvey <laughs> where's harvey the Harvey Dent. Okay. Let me talk about Harvey Dent for a second. Okay. Maybe. Like, Harvey. I don't. Why? Did he flip? Because. Why did he flip? Because I have like a list of answers in my head. But I think it will be okay, quicker so... if I just ask you. <laughs> The movie might not do a very good job of this if you're not familiar with Harvey Dent as a character. They they do some stuff to kind of touch on it, right? Um, mm-hmm. Earlier in the movie, they say they have a nickname for him. It was Harvey Two-Face, right? That, um, and then like you see him uh, in the scene where, um, uh, I think it's after Gordon gets shot and he mm-hmm. takes that guy out and like threatens to oh. kill him. Like he, like mm-hmm. he tortures the guy. Um, that Harvey has... Um, it was really bad anger issues and stuff. Oh, okay. And they, they, they'll, um, uh, and so, so like, essentially like he got, you know, real fucked up. Rachel died. And then the, um, the Joker pretty much talked him into like the system you were working in is what caused all this to happen. Mm-hmm. And you're never going to get anything done. You just got to go out and kill people. Mm-hmm. And so he's sort of manipulating the th- what Harvey already believes into getting him to do bad stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Harvey, Harvey was, dude was obsessed with that coin. 
Yeah, that's his deal. Yeah. Bro, like, I feel... I don't know. It felt like it went zero to a hundred real quick. Like he like brought the coin out every once in a while. I was like, hey, fate. And then like, dude was just everything. Everything based on that damn coin. It, uh, dude loves his coins. <laughs> um. They seem to kind of because uh, there are two faces on a coin. Yeah. And he has two faces. He has two faces. <laughs> um. His face, very crispy. Um, yeah, hard to look at. It is. It really. I remember the like, first time they showed pictures of it, um, mm -hmm. and it was like Jesus Christ. They yeah. fucking yeah. Went I all so, out with Two Face. I read like Christopher Nolan did most of ev like almost everything like practically, but like Harvey Dent, they had to do CGI. Mm -hmm. Um. They could have wow. done something practical, but like for what yeah. they're really trying to do with right. this one, yeah, you had to use CGI. It, once again, between the Joker and, and Harvey Dent, I ain't getting sleep on that plane. That's a whole other story. I, <laughs> but um, yeah, like when he went, like, because I didn't realize this was going to be harvey dent's like origin story type of deal where he got the two-face or whatever mm. um and when he went down that way i was like oh it's happening the, the yeah that was uh mm, yeah um yeah harvey dent harvey dent um, i yeah i i didn't realize that he was like the district attorney and everything how did he get involved with rachel what who Rachel okay, okay I know she's Batman's friend so she, she's a character from the first movie okay. um she is uh the assistant district attorney okay yeah and okay, this this is sort of a weird thing that happens in the, in these movies but she's she is the assistant to the DA in the first movie and she's kind it's implied that she's dating that DA he gets killed and then in between movies Harvey Dent gets elected um, and she starts dating Harvey too, so she just keeps dating her boss, the DA. <laughs> the DA. Wow. Okay, so who in this movie, other than Batman and Rachel, are in the first movie then? Um, Gordon is okay. in the first movie. Alfred's in the first movie, obviously. Uh, Morgan Freeman's character, Lucius Fox, oh, right. he's in the first one. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much it a uh, scarecrow who appears oh. at the beginning just as a bit that's one of the in each like he has a little bit in dark knight rises too it's kind of like a joke oh. um and yeah i think that that's it hmm. interesting um oh i lost my train of thought so what in the first shoot if we're gonna do the first movie i probably shouldn't be asking a lot of questions about the first movie i'm just curious about rachel um what because like a, in this movie it's like rachel batman will they won't they type of dealio mm -hmm. um and obviously she chooses harvey like does that happen in the first movie as well where like she's yeah. like trying to she's, figure out her feelings um, she, she's like a friend of bruce's from when they were kids and then he runs mm -hmm. away learns how to become batman and comes back to batman 
We'll do, we'll do it when we get to Batman Begins. Okay, it's, it's I, really, I don't know Batman origin story. Yeah, Bat, I mean, so so there's there's a couple different ones. Like they've done it a couple different ways. The one that is sort of the most common one used now is um, based on uh, some implied stuff from the comic book Batman Year One, and a couple books from like the early days of Batman. And then like a lot of it is basically just copy paste Batman Begins now. Um, Bruce Wayne, his parents get shot, right? Mm-hmm. And then when he becomes like, he drops out of college and just runs off to like go train with ninjas and go learn detective stuff. And like, he basically did de- like, he spends the next, I, I want to say it's usually like about like 10 years or like the entirety of his 20s. He goes off just learning how to be Batman. And then he comes back to Gotham around like his late 20s, early 30s and starts being Batman. In Batman time. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. I. Other ones, he's just like a rich dude who just decides to be Batman. No, oh, of course. There you go. Yeah. So that, that's that's what I had in my head was like parents died, Batman died. That, that, that's like the classic origin story, like mm-hmm. the original one. And then like what's in like the um, the uh adam west tv series is just he's a wealthy dude who decides he's gonna fight crime because of his parents and whatnot and so he just starts being a batman but like but like as comic books like go forward there's always this push like to make com like more depth in the character more realism in the character and stuff it's like okay well if he's gonna be batman the world's greatest detective also he's basically a ninja like how did he (laughs) learn to do all that okay he spent his 20s hanging out with ninjas and learning detective shit wow why a bat okay so (laughs) um in the batman begins it's that he's afraid of bats and so um he is it's it's like um sort of like a samurai technique of like imposing fear on your enemies and so he's using the thing that he's afraid of to make them afraid of it. it's like a psychological thing in the in batman year one i think it's year one um he like he's like not batman at first he's just like going around beating people up and shit and like trying to do like all of his stuff and then like one night he gets like super fucked up and like he almost dies like uh the police are like after him and they burn this building down it's a whole deal um and like he's he's sitting in his he's sitting in like his library or whatever and he's like he's like about to like give up because like he's gotten so messed up he doesn't think that he's gonna be able to do it and he's like he's like about to die because he hasn't like gotten medical attention like he needs Alfred to like sew him up and stuff and so like it's it's this weird ass scene he's like holding the bell and he's like if i ring the bell Alfred will come and save me but if i don't i'll just sit here and die i don't know what to do and like he's like like i think he's like talking to his like parents his dad or whatever at the time like the ghost of his dad not like literally a ghost but just like having a conversation with his dead dad and then like a bat busts through the window (laughs) and he's like yes father i will become a bat (laughs) like he takes it as like a sign for like his dead dad oh it's interesting yeah it works i mean like Obviously, like, it's one of those things, like, it reads better than, like, explaining right, yeah. it to you panel by <laughs> panel would, where it just sounds like nonsense. I, I think we need to start a new series where you just explain panel by panel comic books to me. And then I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, so what, 
Okay, um, Batman's purpose, all right? He just beats up good guys. And, or, oh, bad no, that, bad, bad guys. guys. My bad. My bad. Okay, why? Because it really hurt my brain in this movie. Why does it seem, at least to me, sometimes the police and the government hate Batman, but sometimes they love him. Like, at the end of the movie, like, obviously he takes the blame for Harvey's death or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, Harvey was a bad guy. So, like, why? So, and, like, it's not the first time that he's... Yeah. I, I, I've heard, like, a lot of people have that, like, with the ending about why they're doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, like, a lot of people have had that confusion the first time they watch it and, like, what's going on. Because this movie's, this movie just fucking, like, moves so fast. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's so long and there's so much shit in it. People, like, there's so much stuff to miss in this movie. Um, so Batman is a vigilante. So technically he's a criminal, right? What he's doing okay. is not illegal. Gotham City is, like, so corrupt, like, the mafia are involved with, like, Mm -hmm. the whole thing, like, you see it in the movie, right? Like, they're trying to clean up the city, but the city's so corrupt. Uh, So the the police are, like, and Gordon especially, are sort of, like, agreeing to work with Batman because what he's doing is, like, overall helping. I'm using this in quotes. I know that people have a lot of opinions about Batman, but it's a story about a guy (laughs) in a cape with a fucking race car, okay? We don't need to get into the social, economic implications of Batman. Um, Batman is helping the city. He's helping the cops because um, like, even like the police are not able to do their job of cleaning up the streets because of how corrupt the city is. So they view Batman as you know, a... uh, like a sort of necessary evil sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, they are working with them, but like also like not officially working with them. Right. Right. Um, and so at the end of the movie, the reason that they um, decide Batman takes the fall for it is because of the, uh, the big Rico case that they did to take down the mafia in Gotham. If, um, if Harvey, goes like comes out like harvey just killed a bunch of people that case is going to completely fall apart because Mm -hmm. um one like he killed people who were implicated in that crime like people who were going to go to trial for that law the lawyer on the opposing side just went and killed them so that case is going to get thrown out of court right so essentially in order to keep all the progress that they've made with harvey batman is going to take the fall for everything that harvey did okay yes the, the it's it's so much is crammed into that last scene of like why batman's doing it it's it it honestly took me like a couple watches to like mm-hmm. get it figured out of exactly huh. what's going on in the movie so like theoretically if harvey lived yeah would he still be doing his is he still a da by the time yes that... so like would he still be like doing lawyer shit so uh, one one thing i think this movie actually does really smartly is the, the degree to which harvey is fucked up and he's denying like the skin grafts and stuff he's mm-hmm. going to die no matter what he's oh, okay. going to die right like you you can't just live with a giant open wound on half your body so like yeah why does he deny the skin grass 
I, I assuming he just wants to die. He just wants to die. Yeah. Huh. I assuming that's his plan. Interesting. Why? Oh well, he, he like he's insane. Okay. Like like he's obviously insane, right? Right. And like yeah. he like everything like everything just fell apart. Like all the stuff with the Joker, Rachel's dead, all that stuff. So yeah, I'm assuming he's just like nah, I'm done. Yeah. Mm. He's out. Um, the hospital scene with the Joker. There's okay. I'm gonna Joker incredibly clever. I when he every time like <laughs> when he was in the jail and like he like had everything all figured out like how he's gonna <laughs> okay. escape. Okay, here's the, here's the deal. Okay, yeah. In this movie, the Joker is fucking magic. What he's doing <laughs> makes absolutely no fucking sense. No matter how, like how you try to put it together, like all these plans and plans. Like if you break it down, just like at a very basic level, all the shit that he's doing requires literally just magic to make it work. Right. Like one of the like, um, like the opening robbery scene, right? The the getaway plan is physically impossible. So a oh. school bus drives backwards into a bank and when you get out when they when the, the the bus leaves you see what that road looks like it is not possible to drive a bus that no. at the speed required to bust through a brick wall and then he just drives out into all the other buses and none of the other bus drivers are like hey the bus in between me and the guy ahead of me there's another like the, we just, the bus just drove out of the bank a hole in the bank <laughs> Ah, oh, it's just great. The, I love it. <laughs> how many, how many goons has the Joker sewn bombs into? So many. How does he know which? How does he know that that goon got picked up and is in that cell ne so near enough to him to where he can blow it up? All the goons got bombs. When he kills the the, the Bat Batman imposter and he throws him onto the the mayor's office. Yeah. Like, just the amount of math that it requires to figure out how much rope you need to do that. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, what? What's the Joker's origin story? In this movie, like, I mean, so, so what, what, what are, like, the basic tenets of the Joker is that, like, the, in, in the modern interpretations of Batman, the Joker doesn't have an origin story. Okay. Yeah. And you, they, they've done it a couple times. Like, you see what they do in this movie where he makes different origin stories up. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's kind of his deal. Nobody knows who the Joker is. Nobody knows why he's doing what he. Well, I mean, what he wants. He's doing what he wants to do just because he thinks it's fun. I guess. Yeah. Joker doing Joker shit. Oh, wow, that's interesting. I like that. I like that. It's can be whatever. Um, and then my train of thought once again out the window. Um. Oh, another thing I wanted to bring up about Batman. I like when he just pops up. Someone he it's all, he's off screen then, and someone else is talking, and then that you talking about the party? Right. Oh, okay, yeah. no, you're like where, where he disappears. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's a staple of Batman. That's a Batman staple. Yeah, Wait, that, what, that, that's what, like a. What is this party scene that you're talking about? So, so when they, when they have the party, or, right, and yeah. the, the Joker's there, and he's like looking for Harvey, and get he like gets Rachel, right, and he's he's like. Yeah. Uh, Oh, you got a little fight in you. I like that. And then Batman shows up and be like, well, then you're going to love me. 
So it's like a party full of people, right? And Batman just sh- like appears behind the Joker. Nobody was like, hey, it's Batman. Thank God Batman's here now. None of the goons that are around the Joker were like, hey, boss, the Batman's behind you. <laughs> I need to rewatch this movie. I've I've seen I like I've, I've seen this movie so many times. Like there was I, like one of the things like um it was like one of the few DVDs I had over at my dad's house for a while when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I, I like go see my dad on the weekends and stuff. And so like I would just fucking watch The Dark Knight so many times. Like just watch like it was before The Dark Knight Rises came out, so I would like watch Batman mm-hmm. Begins into The Dark Knight like over and over again. <sighs> I've seen this movie so many times that I'm at the point now where I watch it and like i'm just like nitpicking the shit out of it uh i love christopher nolan like i like pretty much all of his movies um Mm -hmm. go back and watch the episode of tenant i'm one of the only people i'm one of the only people who defends tenant people don't like that movie okay i defend christopher nolan when his movies don't make sense this is a movie that has gotten like so much praise over the years and stuff and like deservedly so it's a great movie Mm -hmm. um there are so many plot holes in this movie. There's so much shit that doesn't need to be in the movie. Like the entire thing with Mr. Lyle, the accountant can be completely taken out of the movie and nothing would change. Yeah. Um, deal with that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't need to be there. Uh, there. I, I think there's theories that like um, they wanted to like, uh, there, there's like a thing movies will do where they'll shoot stuff in China and stuff for the Chinese market. Mm to make it do better there and get an assured release in China because they're picky about what movies get to get theatrical releases there. And so that might've been added in for that. Um, It has there. Some of the acting in this movie is really fucking bad. Like some of the extras in this movie, um, like the guy who, um, when they're going through the streets in the, when they're like moving Harvey Dent after he says that he's Batman, the mm-hmm. guy who's in the car with Gordon, such a fucking bad actor with the worst fucking lines. And he's just like, that's not good. Hope you got some good moves, buddy. Like, so bad. Um, it's like you're in a video game. Yeah. And that got the, uh, me. Gordon coming back. I, that was amazing. I, it's, I, okay, so. Got me the first time too. Got everybody. Okay. Why does it happen? Why does Gordon fake his death? Yeah, wait. There's literally no reason. It adds nothing to the plot. It's just a reveal for the audience when you get to that scene. What? It moves the plot forward for some kid, like Harvey Dent. Like it pushes the plot forward for him, kind of. Mm -hmm. But like literally. And so, so what's the Joker's plan? That he knows that Gordon faked his death so he's intentionally getting caught in that scene so that he can blow up. Yeah, that doesn't... Why? And, and it's only... He fakes his death for 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah, like, also, like, the emotional distress he caused his family. Yeah, like, why did they lie to his family that he died? Yeah. The, the cop who tells his wife knows that he's not dead because he's the guy who, when Gordon gets shot, he's there... He's the guy who's like, oh, he's dead. So he knew. When did they fake his death? Was it agreed upon that when he got shot, like, hey, 
you're going to take a bullet from the mayor and then we're going to pretend you're dead? Or was it like, oh, they got him in the hospital car and they were like, you know what? This is a really good opportunity to pretend you're dead. Like, what was the game plan? What? That... Does the Joker know that Gordon's the best at driving the big cop cars? <laughs> and if he gets Gordon out of the way, he's going to be able to get Harvey? Why the fuck does he do it? <laughs> makes sense. I also did never made the connection until I looked at the castles. That's Gary Oldman. Yeah, that's Gary Oldman. <laughs> There's a bug. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should have shut my window, huh? That might have been good. Yeah, we're just going to... Oh, yeah, Batman. Um... Hey, audio listeners, it's Brandon, you know, from the podcast. Uh, This isn't an ad. Uh, Nobody would ever pay us to advertise on this show, I don't think. Um, We just got to let you know, we cut out a couple minutes here. Uh, It took McKenna a while to get that bug, and the audio just wasn't usable. Uh, I recommend going and checking out the YouTube version of this. Uh, But yeah, let's get back into the show. So Batman... (laughs) <laughs> i'm so sorry about that okay okay so so if the gary oldman faking his death thing wasn't bad enough oh yes before we get to that there is the most confusing and pointless scene i've ever seen in a movie that is good oh wait wait what would it be wait okay so so let me try to break because like just following the events of how we get to this thing is so fucking confusing uh because like once like um there's like a cut like every i think it's like every two to five minutes in this movie like i think the longest things in between like a sequence cut is about like five minutes except for like the longer action pieces like and that's like a common christopher Nolan thing like he fucking moves through shit (laughs) fast right. um oh, yes and and when you're doing that in a fucking three hour long movie it ends up there's just so much stuff in the movie so like the batman is monitoring a call where he hears some, him tell somebody that they'll find harvey dent at this apartment and then he goes to the apartment and the guy there is dead and there's a newspaper that the joker has made <laughs> um and Batman carves out the brick in the apartment. Oh yeah, okay, okay, to yeah. To get a bullet, and then he fires a gun into a bunch of bricks <laughs> to reconstruct to, to like figure out like the way the bullet broke so that it can be put back together so they can get a fingerprint on a bullet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one, you don't put your fingers on bullets. That's not like yeah. you would you, put your thumb on the shell of a bullet, not on like the yeah. bullet of a bullet. It's like the bullet part's like pretty tiny and then the shell's like that big. Um, and then he, that gets him to an, a different apartment where he almost gets shot. Why? Why any of that? That. Why? I, 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 like I said, I've seen this movie probably 30 times. Mm-hmm. I have no fucking idea what's happening in that scene. Does it do anything for the plot? I can't even no. remember. Okay. No. I didn't... It gets Batman into that building when the mayor's getting shot because the window jumps open and then one guy goes like, ah, shoots at the window, which oh. like just seems like total. I guess they cleared those buildings out, but I'm going to say like totally reckless. Like, <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, it just, it's, I've never gotten anybody, anybody to explain to me what the fuck's happening in this like five minutes of the movie. It's, it's confusing as shit. Nothing happens because of it. And it, as far as I can tell, it doesn't like, it's, it feels like, like it was written for something else that got taken out of the movie. And then they just like slapdash put something in like, oh, it's, it's like, it's stupid as fuck yeah i don't that i yeah no i thought it was it was cool in the moment watching like the the the, his technology work but like i think that's why it's in the movie i think it is just for like bat like to be like look at how smart batman is look at all the cool stuff batman has and it's like yeah it doesn't fuck it like and it's it's one of these things it's uh, it's uh it's like pure blockbuster directing. Like it's what mm. uh, Steven Spielberg's really good at. It's what Christopher Nolan's really good at, which is that like they're doing something so flashy and so quick that your brain, when you're watching the movie, never stops to go. This doesn't make any fucking sense. Oh, <laughs> it's like the end of Jurassic Park where um, like at, when the Raptors are coming at him and the fucking <laughs> T-Rex saves them. At, and it's like, mm-hmm what how did the t-rex get in here there are no doors that are big enough for the t-rex to fit in well the last time we saw the t-rex every time it stepped it like shook the earth it literally like the 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 famous shot is the glass of water shaking every time the t-rex steps so how did the t-rex sneak up on these fucking raptors oh my god you're right i never thought about it that's blockbuster directing blockbuster directing is what you can do anything yeah it's it's Man, uh, the, 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 the nature of film is really deceptive and mm-hmm. guys like christopher nolan are really good at playing in that space there's a shot in the next movie where batman goes through a tunnel in day and when he comes out of the tunnel it's night how long's the tunnel not very long not they just long. know that batman looks silly riding a motorcycle in the daytime so they cut it to <laughs> night when he gets through the tunnel Give us daytime Batman. We demand daytime Batman. Uh, there, 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 there's there's plenty of daytime Batman in that movie yes. too. It's yes. it's that movie's weird as shit. Um, That's all with Bane, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. He's, <laughs> he's got like the mask thing. Yeah. Does does that movie explain the the why he wears the the mask or? <laughs> no, I kind of the... yeah, kind of. Okay. And then the big parka, or is it just? I think that's just because it looks. It, it, I think it does snow in that movie, and yeah, it's like Chicago, so it's probably pretty cold there. Chicago. But um, but also, it just fucking looks cool. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Payne's got it figured out. Joker's got it figured out. I like Joker's costume. He seems... Yeah, pretty solid. I like solid. his color palette, purple, green. Joker. The, the one the one scene where, like, um, it's like the Joker's, like, first real scene in the movie when he goes and sees all those mob bots bosses that seems so fucking good it's so good when he he does the the pencil trick and then um (laughs) he's just got a bunch of fucking grenades in his jacket that are all wired together that's awesome um uh it's got uh (laughs) there's so many good jokes in that scene so many good jokes when he's like uh but yeah, here's my card, and he hands him just a Joker card, like yes. there's no information on it. That's fucking funny as shit. Um, so good. He does the. Uh, so you think you just steal from us and walk away? Yeah. 
like that line delivery from Heath Ledger is so fucking funny. Like that 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 entire scene is just like, yeah, that's that's the best. Um, this movie also has like my favorite Bruce Wayne scene of all time. Because oh. like uh, a, a good Bruce Wayne scene is very important to a Batman movie, right? Because uh, Bruce Wayne has to appear stupid as fuck uh, to to the public, right? He has to appear like he's a stupid asshole at all times. That way, nobody would ever think that that guy's Batman, right? He's too dumb, and he would never bother to help anybody in his life. (laughs) My my favorite my favorite one of all time is in this movie, and it's when he drives his Lamborghini into that car that's gonna crash into the guy. (laughs) Gary Oldman's talking to him. He's like, "That's a very brave thing you do. What? Trying to catch the red light? (laughs) What? What? Trying to catch the right? He's like, "You don't know who's you didn't try to save that car? No. Why? Who's in it?" Who knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman? Rachel. And Alfred, really? obviously. And Alfred, of course. Well, it, so, yeah, Lucius, like the people he's working with, because right, Lucius right, makes right. Him all this stuff. Alfred does the thing. Rachel's yeah. the only person who like knows that he's Batman. Did he tell her or did she find out? Or is that in Batman Begins? I think he tells her. Aww. I can't quite remember. Damn. She, she, he tells her that he's Batman and she still chooses Harvey Dent over him. This is okay. So, so this is, this is a thing. Um, the podcast, Tom and Jeff watch Batman pointed this out where they, they, they watch all the Batman stuff. Uh, they did, they did like a big two part episode on the dark Knight, which is hilarious. And like, they, they really ripped the movie to shreds, even though they (laughs) like it of just like breaking down like every fucking thing that doesn't make sense in it. But like they, they pointed this out to me and I, I never like realized it before, but like, um, in both of these movies with Rachel in them, she is a just absolute fucking bitch to Bruce the entire time. Like she seems like, and it's it's probably an issue of like when guys write women and they want to write mm. a strong female character. Normally, the way that they, they the easy way that they decide to do that is they just make the, the character a bitch, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's kind of what they do with Rachel. Like she just sort of like everything that Bruce does, she like willfully turns it into him being a bad guy. <laughs> Like when when Harvey when she she's like, why wouldn't Bruce tell everybody that he's Batman? Why is he letting Harvey take the fall for this? Like, think about it for like ten seconds, Rachel. Obviously, something's going on. <laughs> Come on, huh? Yeah, no, you're you're right. Yeah, she. Yeah, she was a character. Yeah, she's 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 a pretty badly written character. She's probably the worst part of both of these movies, unfortunately. Oh. She could have like, and it's but like she's a um, uh, what's the character's name? The Phantasm. Yeah. Uh, she she's like a version of um, what the hell is the character's name? Um, Andrea Beaumont, uh, who is the Phantasm in Mask of the Phantasm. Um, way better character. Uh, Bruce's relationship with that character wakes, makes way more sense. Um, yeah, go watch Mask of the Phantasm. <laughs> I, 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 I've, I've told people this, but I think Mask of the Phantasm is a better movie than this one. Um, I think I think it does a lot of the same stuff, but just better. Um, mm-hmm. 
but this movie still rips. It's still really good. It's like um, it's fucking it's long as shit. And um, it, it's a movie that if you um, it's got a lot of loose ends. And if you ever start pulling at them, the entire thing starts to unspool. Ooh. Yeah, it's yeah, I I enjoy it. I can see why it's people I see why people love Batman people like Batman. Yeah. This was the first uh, midnight release I ever went to really yeah i, I kind of talked about it at the beginning like this movie like there was so much hype for this movie mm-hmm. uh because like initially it was like uh they announced heath ledger's gonna play the joker and everybody was like fuck that the yeah, fucking guy the guy from fucking 10 things i hate about you is gonna be <laughs> fucking joker yeah fucking right that's awful obviously well, then like um they started putting out like um there was like an ARG that went with this with oh. of like the Harvey Dent election and all this weird stuff going on in Gotham that you could play around with. And like um the like end of that was it was clips of the um the video they watch when the Joker picks up the uh the Batman imposter and like mm. uh kills him in the meat locker. Um which um that was they just like gave Heath Ledger a camera and then like what was oh. going to happen in the scene and he shot it himself. He, yeah, I think he did both like the that one and then the the one he did with the the news anchor. Yeah, the who, news anchor who's he, the guy from in, uh, 16 Candles. Yeah, I was going to say um Anthony Hall. Yeah. Or Anthony Michael Hall. I, I think he might be a middle Yeah, name Anthony Michael Hall. That sounds right. Yeah. Um yeah, he's the fucking nerdy kid from 16 Candles. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it, and like uh, bits of that, and like his voice, and then just like the um, the like sort of like a uh, really like darkly lit shot of his face, like the first mm-hmm. things that came out, and it was like, oh fuck, this movie's gonna Shit. be wild. <laughs> um, and then I I think um, I think the reason they ended up adding in the uh, the Commissioner Gordon like faking his death thing was because of a lot of the hype around the movie was I, I believe that there were like rumors that came out that um, one of the returning characters from Batman Begins was going to die in this one. And so I think it was a... F- and th- th- that's actually the thing that's like happened a couple of times in movies. And so like they insert a fake death into the movie to like throw off the scent because then you're like, oh, uh, he died. And it's like, oh, but he came back. Oh, so they must have just been like, they only got part of the story. Like that's what um, in Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan, which is one of my favorite movies, um there was like a script leak or whatever uh where and like it got reported a bunch that spock was going to die in the movie and that was part of like leonard nimoy's agreement with the film was that he was only going to come back if spock died and stuff and so like everybody knew it was like oh spock's gonna die in the movie so what they do is in the very first scene of the movie they kill spock (laughs) in like a training segment so he's not actually dead and then everybody's like oh okay they just pretended to kill spock and at the end of the movie they actually kill spock (gasps) Oh my god! Yeah. Rathacon rips. That movie's awesome. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Oh my gosh. So does in in the comics does um Rachel actually die? Or Rachel's not a character. Rachel's made for right. this iteration. <gasps> Ew. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Huh. All right. Um. You know, movie. Good movie. Dude, Solid movie. Solid movie, good plain movie. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I'd yeah. Rec- I, I'd watch this on a plane. Yeah, 
Yeah, I it, it 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 makes three hours go by pretty quick. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It was it was great, dude. I watched Deathly Hollows, I watched Dark Knight, and then I tried to sleep for three hours, and then I played Sudoku for three hours instead. Um, <laughs> I probably should have watched another movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it 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 kept me up. Um, yes. Do you have any other final? parting thoughts about the dark knight i'm sure we will revisit uh, batman begins and dark knight rises yeah we so. should we'll, we'll probably get around to those someday um you know batman movie magic time the uh no, no, no i think that's that's, that's yeah. about it i can't think of any like i i feel like i like i have a bunch of like facts that if you ever like brought something up i would have a bunch yeah. of dark knight facts for you and stuff but like just I've, uh, I've seen this movie so many times. It's been part of my life for so long now that it's just like, yeah, it's just there. It's just, yeah. it's, it's, it's a, it's, it is a part of me. And if you, if, if you brought something up, I probably have some, some uh, notes. I'm, I'm sure uh, if slash when we revisit or go to the other movies, we're going to unearth all of the fun facts. Um, oh, they flip, they flip that truck for real. When he flips the truck. They did? Yeah. That was like, like we talked about with Tenet where like every Christopher Nolan movie pretty much since this one, this is the one that kind of started it, has like a big special effects moment that's completely practical. This right. one was flipping the truck. Um, and like, yeah, I had like the special edition DVD, Blu-ray when this like, when it came out, like as soon as it came out, fucking got that special edition <laughs> Blu-ray. Came came with the Harvey Dent coin and stuff. Like, yeah. Oh. All kinds of cool stuff. Um, but yeah, like there's like an entire like, it's like an hour long segment on that Blu-ray about how they flip the truck and stuff. And yeah, like, like he wraps the thing around and shoots up and like, it goes like just completely straight up. Like they had to come up with some like really cool shit about how to like make that happen. That's amazing. Um, we should do an episode on that, just that DVD, that hour long (laughs) DVD. (laughs) Bone con. Um, Yes, good movie. Watch it. It's on HBO yeah. Max, so why wouldn't you go watch it? Yeah. Everyone's got HBO that's, Max. That's the point of the show. <laughs> exactly. Also, like, I mean, you—if you're listening, you've probably already seen it. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> Most people have probably already seen this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sketching up. Oh, I—I um, I, I, kind of like leaked this one ahead of time about what we were doing, you know, um, yes. and. Uh, People were surprised to find out that you had never seen a Batman. And a lot of people were like, she's starting with the Dark Knight? Why? <laughs> listen, listen. I haven't seen movies. It's... We're watching all of them. Um, speaking of social media, um, where can the people find you, Brandon? Uh, they can find me at Jose Ruckus. Um, yeah, at Jose Ruckus. There you go. Yeah. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, uh, maybe. Actually, no, I don't think so. Um, TikTok. <laughs> I think I meant to say TikTok. TikTok. It's you gotta go TikTok um, and other social media accounts. But I like the TikTok because I'm on. I'm on the TikTok. I think I'm like, I'm, yeah, the corn the cob videos on TikTok. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Potterpants212 link in my bio you can find me everywhere else i think my instagram is also in there i don't really post much but if you want you can look at it i guess um you can follow the show on twitter at hbo max hbo m-a-k-s 
Um, Brandon runs it very well. Um, I always like to see, as I've mentioned a million times before, what he <laughs> tweets because I have this is the only Twitter account I have on tweet notifications. Um, but yes, uh, follow the show on your favorite podcasting services. You know the ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Actually, so I just I just found out that we were, we that we weren't available on like I uh, Apple this entire time. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I had to go do some stuff to get us on Apple. Like I had to like like backend stuff over there. Like it um, doesn't have like Anchor. It doesn't have like the the simple like push off for oh, them. I guess. Um, but yeah, we're, we should be on everything now. Yay! We're on everything. Review, subscribe, listen yes. to all the episodes many times. Yes, do it, please. Uh, for wanna, the for the, yes. the the YouTube audience, um, uh, what who's um what's comment? What's your favorite <laughs> Joker? Who's your favorite Joker? What's the Joker do? It's Joker time. Yeah, what? It's, <laughs> just comment on the video. Joker time. Okay. <laughs> if you made it to the end of the video, so we know you watched to the end, just comment Joker time. Joker time. <laughs> With that, that concludes the Batman. <laughs> <laughs>